Perhaps our religion has been wrong. Perhaps it is not about the strength of faith, but its vulnerability. Not about the security found in buildings, but about our courage found in the world. Perhaps the best of our humanity is seen in what is happening in Ukraine, as folk who see the challenge of suffering do not look away. The courage that is found in vulnerability. Perhaps there is where we meet Jesus most authentically. Hello, I'm Roddy Hamilton, the Minister of New Kilpatrick Parish, and thank you for letting us be part of your Lenten journey again. The stories are harder in this season, and our world illustrates that far too readily at the moment. But in the hard stories comes authentic truth. And in our words today, hopefully we will be able to share a faith that is both vulnerable and courageous. Let us pray. Loving God, generous God, vulnerable God, presence with us and presence between us. May we find you one of us, having let go the glory and laid aside the kingship and chosen to be human in all its fragility and uncertainty, right where we are. May we see you in the face of our neighbour, those queuing for visas from Ukraine, on borders fleeing conflicts, in shelters and hospitals. May we find you in the words we speak, in the compassion we find, and the love that provokes and challenges us, that dares us to do something, even if it makes us more vulnerable. Loving God, in this chaotic world, for we are tired of uncertainty and conflict, may we create the sanctuaries others need among us, places of comfort in our welcome, places of hospitality in our offer of belonging, kingdom places beyond our usual patterns and familiar ways. And may we be energised by such faith, new life to reshape our communities, a daring that finds us out with our walls and alive in our community, witnessing to a kingdom ready for justice and forgiveness and possibility. So we gather, vulnerable as we are, hesitant and uncertain, and make ourselves yours. Hear us as we share the global prayer. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. There is a lot of the Bible with which we are familiar, 
And then there are other bits that are less familiar. Short phrases that we remember something about, but don't seem to connect with as much as a visual narrative or, or parable or ancient Old Testament epic. And today is one of them. It sounds like a conversation between Jesus and the Pharisees who are not out to get him, but seem to want to protect him, warning him of Herod. But turns, but the passage turns to a lament, longing for people to be gathered like a hen gathers her chicks. And while provocative, it is also quite a vulnerable image, a hen protecting her chicks under her wing, herself facing the danger. So the passage is not a narrative or a parable, but an insight into the character of Jesus, who he saw himself to be and the kingdom. It's not a passage you pick up easily in one reading, so feel free to replay a few times. Luke chapter 13, verses 31 to 35. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you are not willing. See, your house is left to you, and I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen. I want to make a plea for vulnerability today and being a congregation that names and lives its vulnerability rather than seeing ourselves as a strong church. And that strength is not something we should seek. Rather, it is courage. That truth plays out before us constantly in Ukraine. Those who thought Russian strength was enough are finding it increasingly difficult to counteract the courage of vulnerable Ukrainians. That kind of courage, however, is costly. Utterly so. Vulnerability is defined as recognising the pain and not backing away. And each one of us sees that on our televisions daily and deeply longs for that courage to win over strength. But the thing about vulnerability is there are no guarantees. It is the real live version of our passage today where we have Jesus courageously moving towards Jerusalem, not in a show of strength with great certainty, but completely vulnerable, which is essential to this kind of courage, seeing the pain and challenge and not turning away. 
there is a peculiar strength in vulnerability, responding to the needs of others around you. And it speaks to us too as a church, the courage to be vulnerable. There is a slice of thought that runs through the church, increasingly slow, of a strong God, Jesus a hero, making himself a sacrifice for sin, for the wrath of God, that the cross is all about victory. Let us not preach that in a world that is watching Ukraine, that needs compassion and generosity. We don't know love will win. That's the vulnerability of it all and the courage of our faith. When Jesus moves towards Jerusalem, he does it precisely not to prove himself a fearless hero or a sacrifice for a judgmental God or even to combat death. Jesus heads to Jerusalem not in victory, but in the courage of love, in vulnerability. But we don't like vulnerability. We don't like exposing ourselves to pain or grief or disappointment or failure. And so we numb ourselves to it. It happens in religion a lot. The researcher Berene Brown says we do that by making everything that is uncertain, certain. We turn belief in mystery into certainty. I'm right, you're wrong. We do it in politics too, she says. We just blame each other. There is no conversation now in our politics, no discourse. We just blame each other. And blame is defined as a way to discharge pain and discomfort. But being vulnerable is part of an authentic life, an authentic Jesus, where there are no guarantees, no certainty love will win or God will raise Jesus. Authentic faith is courageous. It comes from honesty and vulnerability. And as a congregation post-pandemic negotiating presbytery mission plans and a very uncertain future, may we recognise we are vulnerable. Nuco Patrick is not asked to be a strong congregation in the way we once understood that. We are not asked to be strong, but courageous. Because global leadership, populist politics, nations with a fear of vulnerability are being taught something profound from those who are most vulnerable in Ukraine and the courage they have found about something authentic, real and generous. And perhaps that is the version to hold to of this Lenten passage that we read today. Thank you for letting us join you again today. We are online at nkchurch.org.uk, though there are a number of events happening face-to-face. The Guild is starting on the 15th, and we have a midweek service face-to-face on a Wednesday at 11 o'clock. And we have, obviously, the the worship in the sanctuary at 10.30, and country dancing, and parents and toddlers. All of these are face-to-face now. Though we remain on Zoom with our quiz, with sing-song, with sofa surfers and coffee pot. So please do join us however you are able to do so. You can catch up with us in the bulletin, which comes out every week, which you can be emailed 
that can you can subscribe to that at mail at mkchurch.org.uk or it can be posted out to you if you wish. But thank you for uh, letting us join you today. Let's gather our thoughts and our concerns together in our prayers for others. Let us pray. Loving God, in a world that has moved us with scenes of courage and vulnerability among scenes of fear and conflict, we gather to pray, not to pay lip service to what we long for, but words of commitment to the kingdom of love. So we pray for Ukraine, for that sense of being left to be vulnerable, of the sacrifice that they make that stops a greater war. We pray for refugees and those countries willing to take them in millions and those left waiting on our own border that leaves us asking, why are we like that? We pray for Russians and an autocratic government afraid of freedom and a world that is shaped by these things that could be so much better with more authentic leadership. Maybe not leave our prayers there, but choose to live differently. Choose to live courageously into the future. Find in our vulnerability, rather than strength, a humanity that is generous and life-giving. We pray for a different way to run the world, where the vulnerable teach the strong about courage and joy and gratitude, and where justice is real and not just an idea and truth is spoken and not feared, and kindness is a given and not conditional. Loving God, hear our prayer for all vulnerable in all conflict, in all poverty and all oppression in all our neighbourhoods, and for our own families and friends, those ill physically and mentally, those anxious and those grieving. Hear us. Hear us, O God. So be it. Amen. And now go in peace. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the common life of the Holy Spirit, be with us all evermore. Amen.